What's going on, my fellow people, my co-hosts, my listening audience? How are you all doing on today? Listen, go ahead and get your snacks, your lunch, your dinner ready. Before the show starts, go ahead and do that. We're going to go ahead and kick off the introduction. We're going to go ahead and start the opening of the show. And so while it's getting started, go ahead and prepare, lay everything out. It is time for the RH3 show, so go ahead and do it. We got a great show lined up for you all on today. It might be a full kitchen table talk hour, but if it is, just be prepared, all right? It is time for the RH3 show. Let's get it. Roll tape track. Live from North Carolina, it's the RH3 show. I was scared to go over the Look, I do no, I do this for nobody but my cause. Because God first, didn't my cause. I've been doubted, I've been counted out, I've been overlooked. Because your, your listeners are, are, you know, international, they're worldwide. The RH3 show starts right now. I gotta pray because he set me free. Right then he paid free me at Calvary. I'm gonna dance and there's no stopping me. Don't ever change because I got paid. Y'all, we don't have, we don't have, we do not have time to lose. We don't have time to waste. What's going on, everybody? How are you all doing on today? This your boy Rufus. This your boy Red. And I am the host of the RH3 Show. Welcome to today's broadcast. Welcome to today's show. We are in our second part of our Real Talk with Rufus discussion on today. And we're talking about help me. Help me with the other half. Our co-parenting edition. This is part two. And we also got our, we also got a special guest on today. Um, uh, My friend Monica, she's going to be sitting with us, talking with us during our kitchen table talk segment, which is going to be briefly, not briefly, but it's going to be right after this segment. We're going to take a quick commercial break, then jump right in. And so I'm going to just take a little minute or so, not a little minute, but a couple minutes with this Real Talk with Rufus discussion. And we're going to dive right into today's show. So we're not going to waste any time or whatever. So we just got these two segments, the Real Talk with Rufus discussion and the Kitchen Table Talk on today. So let's go ahead and roll the tape track, all right? Let's do that, all right? Let's go. This is Real Life. We show real love and we also have real non-judgmental conversations all from a christian male perspective not all of them just mine so let's have an open-minded conversation it's the real talk with rufus right here on the rh3 show All right, we are in our Real Talk with Rufus discussion, and I'm going to just be brief. On yesterday, not brief, I'm not going to rush anything, but we'll get an understanding on an understanding on what we're talking about, all right? And so yesterday we talked about, on our Real Talk with Rufus discussion, 
um, uh, how to and well why why you may not may not want to introduce your co-parent to your partner. And so um, I really didn't think about it until after the show. But you're really going to have to because sometimes, sometimes or even, you know, during exchanges or you as the other parent may not be available during either transactions. When I say transactions, I mean by, um, you know, you may not be there when um, they, the other parent is going to come to pick up the child or, you know, whatever. There is going to be times to where you're going to have to be there. There's going to be times when, you know, well, there's going to be times when you're not going to be there. And you're just going to eventually have to meet. And so this is what today's Real Talk with Rufus discussion is about, you know, um, how you just going to have to suck it up. And meet and suck it up and, you know, you may not like the other one or whatever, but a communication is, should be and should bound to happen, you know. I would say about 80 to 90% of the time, you know, the two parents will be doing the majority of the communication but should and if it happened, not saying meet off the river, off the top, but when it happened, you know, of course they're going to know that, you know, they have a significant other, but when it do, you know, okay, Keisha, um, Kim going to bring uh, Ivy over there. And, um, because I'm at work and I cannot get off in time. And so, you know, it's, it's y'all just gonna have to meet up and, and please be cordial. Please be nice. And so, if Keisha is a peaceful type of person, that will be, you know you know, whatever. And so there's things right there to where if Keisha is cool and calm and collective, that to where that, you know, Keisha is a good time to talk to Kim, you know, or what have you. But have a conversation, things that can, can put Keisha, who is the mother, mind at ease. To know that Kim, who is the stepmother, you know, and you know, mind it is in knowing that her child is taken care of when he when the child is with the step parent. And so have a conversation about expectations and boundaries or whatever. Knowing that, you know, Keisha, as soon as Kim dropped the child off. 
hey kim you know i'm glad to meet you and thank you so much for dropping them off i know you know rufus is uh is at work and i thank you and so i know we not we know we don't know each other but we know each other by name and whoop de wop and and you know we won't have we haven't had time to meet but um i, I appreciate you you know he talks ivy talks about you a lot ivy is a nickname for my child rufus Hobson the fourth or whatever but um ivy talks about you often and he says that um um you great and and i appreciate you and you know whatever great conversation long as everything's smooth and 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 you know whatever that is cool and calm but you know only at those times is when you know they can have a great conversation but it has to be you know peace with it all peace with it all but number two things that the mother can do or the father can do to put an ex's new partner at ease do not punish the person for loving your children you know and the ex no name calling yelling lying no no snide slide remarks or you know whatever and no fishing for info from your children or what did they do what y'all do over there did did kim hit you or whatever no 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 inflammatory comments in front of the kids or whatever number three because we're moving on um let your co-parent and partner do sorry about that do their thing on their own time you know with the children respect the space respect the space all right number four offer to meet but do not punish if they aren't ready yet give them time and space if the if all if the the new partner and the other parent you know whatever just it it, it does not have to happen but to be peaceful you know whatever you know that's good and fine but like i said yesterday you know you don't have to go dinner everybody don't have to go on a vacation together but it's all in you know in in respecting all for the children all together and you know i said this you know whatever um on yesterday um it don't have to happen and it, it really don't but like today like you know today's discussion only reason why it has to happen for cases like if the other parent you know cannot get to where they need to get to you as the new wife or you as a new husband you know have to play your part as a step parent and do what you got to do all right keep it moving avoid getting involved in this partnership and nobody needs you know their opinion all right that's number five. Uh, no, that's one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, number five. And number six, allow boundary shifts regarding your co-parent, especially emotion, emotional and communication. That co-parent have to have their boundaries in regards to their children. They have to, but it do not have to be uh, evil. It do not have to be vindictive. It do not have to be bitter or whatever. They ha There has to have boundaries in regards to my child but you know he or she do not have to be evil when it comes to that all right be back with more of the arch three show we got my our guest here monica i keep it where you got it 
Everything you love about the RH3 Show is now on our website, therh3show.com. Adore you fashion fix, the scripture of the week, cooking with soul recipes, just for the family. A plan of salvation and rededication, sponsorship information, shop RH3, and a whole lot more just for you. See it first, see it now, only at therh3show.com. We're back uh, from our commercial break, and we are in our in Real Talk with Rufus discussion. And I told y'all, like I told you on yesterday, and also um, the opening of the show during our um, brief discussion that we got a guest on today. My friend Monica is here during our uh, kitchen discussion. And so, Monica, what's going on? Thank you so much for joining us at the table uh, y'all know that we um, just have general conversation. Right, and- right. So, Monica, how you been on this evening? I have been very well. I had a great day today. So you could probably hear it in my voice. I'm all excited. <laughs> yes, yes. And so, y'all, Monica, we've, I've known Monica. We've been classmates, good friends for a very long time. And so... I wanted to invite her on the show because every time we have a good conversation, we go to lunch or whatever, it's, it's a, you know, we we even go past the time that we, you know, had set aside <laughs> for the great conversation. And so, every time, every time. Right. And so <laughs> I want to bring her on the show and have a, you know, a kitchen cable talk. And so that's that's it. And, and I hope she, you know, well, I know. I know she'll be a, a great listening ear, you know, to the audience here. And so, so how is life, period? Wow. You said a mouthful right there. First of all, I'm happy to be here at this kitchen table. I know I said it already, but, you know, it's, it's a good Southern feeling to sit here across from one of the biggest dudes on Ready Go. Thank you, thank the, you. the one that I listen to, because, you know, I mostly listen to, you know, my favorite old throwbacks. But, you know, when I'm listening to talk radio, I try to, you know, support my boy Rufus here. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, we're at the kitchen table, but where the food at? Listen, you know listen I'm going to tell you this. And they, especially my mama, because she's listening. And also my audience, they, they gets they gets on me because I um, started when I started this segment I started even eating snacks and drinks or whatever at right. the table and they got on me hard <laughs> you don't be eating on the right listen and I even got that from my um mentor and from my you know people that I know they you know I eat but I don't eat it bad and I even yeah. drink but you know, uh, you know what I said. I let y'all eat, and and I talk to y'all. <laughs> they are eating now, whether it's they during the drive time, whether they eating during listening on the podcast or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, look, whether you on your lunch break, just sitting mm-hmm. eating and listen to me. I'll be hungry. They hear my stomach growl a couple <laughs> times, and so 
They already done got on me, but I just look. Y'all eat and listen to me, so. Well, listen, next time, you know, don't be shy because I'm not shy about a good meal. So you just make sure you have something hot and ready the next time. But, you know, I, I ate before I came, so it's all good. But I was just wondering. Listen, you know, we still the hospitality, so I'll next time the guests come, y'all done heard it. Yeah. We have guests, we just gonna have to have bring some little light snack that, that won't make noise on radio. <laughs> right, and, right, right. So yeah. Well, you know, back to the topic, um, like you said about life. Wow, life has been woo, ever changing. I tell you, there has been some ups, there has been some downs, but I tell you, each and every day that I get up, I just thank God, you know, for keeping and covering me and my family, you know, um, we've been through a lot, just like a lot of people, I tell you, that whole 2019 pandemic was just like a huge wave of things, mm-hmm. and, and things coming left and right, and then, you know, not seeing people for a year, you totally miss out on a lot of things that people are going through and you really don't know situations or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just give God the glory, you know, for um, just keeping and covering me, my family um, and all my loved ones. So life has been interesting, a true blessing, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just wanted to throw that out there to let you know out there, you know, we we all been going through th- things. You're not alone. And, you know, just continue to put your trust in God and do your meditations. Make sure you're doing some self-care because it's really needed. Make sure you have the right people in your corner as well. You know, because it, it, these trying times ain't for no trying people. You need some real, real in your corner. And sometimes you got to take the high road and you have to cut people off. Um, that's not bringing any type of value, you know, to, to um, who you are in your life. So, yeah. So all is well, all is well. Like I said, glory be to God for that. And um, just excited about life and the different things I have, you know, put in place as far as trying to, kind of like build up my businesses and, you know, revisiting them, really being intentional and serious about them. So I'm excited about that. Most definitely. Mm-hmm. 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 And so that what you said about, you know, especially, you know, when you started out with the, you know, the, the pandemic era and, you mm-hmm. know, that is so true because that, and I didn't, I thought about it, but too deep until now because the in, you know, of course we're still in it, but when it started up until now, that, that makes you think about the, 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 our true loved ones, you know, yes, and, sir. and not so much on those people who playing with us. Like, I don't got time to be dealing with folk who, you know, who's not truly there for me. Right. With those people who are, you know, who really and truly are there for me because it's it's the time that we started with the pandemic to now, people's leaving left and right, and I don't got time for folks that's just playing with me. No, I got time with my true, you know, my true people who are there for me, and so, you know, no, uh uh-uh. 
Absolutely. It's it's so true and it's so real. You know, it's like you really reevaluate things. And if anything that this pandemic has taught me, it has taught me to stop putting your gifts and talents on the back burner. Mm -hmm. You know, start um, revisiting those people who do actually reach out to you and and who's concerned about how you're doing. Cause I, I'm usually that one that will send out that text. Hey, thinking about you, hope all is well. And then, you know, when I do receive it, I'd be like, oh my God, you know, I just kind of stop in my tracks. I'm like, wow, this person truly cares about me, you know, and whatever. So I started, you know, you have to invest time into those things that's sewing to you. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, with this pandemic, I'm like, you know what? It's time for me to be that person that God created me to be. And that's why I'm going back to the drawing board and, you know, looking at different ventures or whatever that I have haven't been doing because I'm waiting on that right time to do it. Mm -hmm. And the pandemic was like, there is no right time. It's either now or never. Exactly. You know, so. I, I'm just excited. And sometimes we can get in our own way and I'm working towards that. And that's why, you know, I've reached out to you, you know, um, last year about some different projects and they're already lifting up off the ground. So that, that's mm-hmm. exactly what I'm talking about. Good people that that's interested in, in, in investing in you as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. I know you got some new stuff going on. What's going on your way? I am I'm trying to um get some things off the ground with um book writing and and you know two coming off the works and I'm I'm thinking about what right now with those is 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 release dates and also um some more things I'm working on a journal for men. Um, it's like a date book. It's like a date, and, okay. a date and so it's it's you know, and I'm I'm pushing that for Father's Day around the Father's Day month or whatever. So nice. It's just a lot, and so what I need to do is you know sit down and focus and trying to complete all of that. But other than that, is is good, you know, dealing with the twins and all of that, and so. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, we're trying to and trying to spend well starting to get to spend time with them. And so other than that, God is good and, and you know, focusing more on the show and so, you know, it's just a yeah. humble experience, like I told them often and you know, I'm really focusing on, you know, this broadcast and, you know, pushing it on, you know, we celebrate right. right. The grand period and you know, I, I'm just, I'm just, you know, taking it day by day, as I say it, and, and, you know, even going back to what you said about the, you know, even I'm still focusing on that, the pandemic area, my family is, you know, growing closer and, and, you know, the immediate family. And so, Oh, God is, God is good. We taking, you know, trips and, and just getting closer. And, right. And that's, that's all it's, that's what's all it's about. Absolutely. Because even in our personal life, we can be so caught up in a rat race and we're mm. trying to do everything 
and we get so busy putting our time elsewhere where where rather than where it should be put at you know so like like you said like going back to the pandemic it just made me and a lot of more other people including yourself look at things a lot different and it made me look at do I want to continue to hold on to a nine to five right I want to be set free and that's the honest truth I want to be set free you know I, I don't went to school I, I got the degrees that I wanted to get I'm so proud of myself I did very well and I want to use them in my personal life to build my own businesses mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, you can go to school and pay as much as you want. And, and I'm not knocking anyone's career, but unless you are a physician, attorney, or, most of us don't truly reap what we deserve as far as an income, a salary from these corporations. And, and, and that's when it comes in where you have to start doing your own thing. And that pandemic and working from home and being at home it's so much stuff was just like flashing in front of me. Like, this is what you need to do. Mm-hmm. This is what you need to do, daughter. You know? And so when I'm stressed out at work or whatever, I don't get bent out of shape anymore because I'm just reminded, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. One day at a time. Like you said, it's not going to happen overnight and uh, hard work pays off. So, you know, I'm in it. I'm in it. I'm enjoying the journey. Exactly. Exactly. And so I I told, I don't know who I told this. I told, or did I put it, I don't know if I said it on air. I put it on a, um, a Facebook status or I said it to somebody over the phone. But mm-hmm. I think I was like, I don't, you know, whether if somebody is speaking on a situation um, in regards to me or, you know, shall I say, you know, like the lady say shade or whatever. Right, right, right. Me to address, you know, whatever. If I'm feeling that it's towards me, there's no need for me to address it. I'm mm-hmm. just going to my, my 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 way. I'm just going to continue to do what I'm doing because the old me, like a year or so ago, would, you know, worry about it. But there's right. no need. And there, you know, that would cause more headaches. That would, you know, cause me to, you know, call, you know, headaches here and there. But I'm no no need for me to stress about it because for one, time is winding down. Two, that could, you know, cause me to, you know, blood pressure rising. Three, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Why? Because you know, it's no need. Until only time I need to worry about it is when you come talk to me about it. Right. There's when no- you're direct. When you're throwing that shade, that's all it is. It's shade and it ain't none of my business. Exactly. Because exactly. I'm too focused in mm-hmm. my own lane and I am minding my own business literally. Mm-hmm. Shade is shade. It come and it goes. It come and it goes. And it, it won't get in my way and it won't stop nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you know, just the whole thing, like with um at work, you know, like we're there what forty hours a week, eighty hours two weeks, mm-hmm. and and some of us deal with a lot of pressure, you know, from the outside, the those who were serving, and from the inside. 
Mm-hmm. It's shade all the time. It's shade in the emails. It's shade in teens chat. You know, so I know sometimes I just shake my head and I may say some things, but I work from home. So no one hears me, but I respond accordingly, you know, however, it's like I said, it's just a reminder instead of getting me bent out of shape and I'm upset and I'm trying to, you know, fight this battle. Nope. Nope. I don't fight the battle. I just keep moving it because I know. I I I, even, I will eventually have the victory. Yep. Yep. So it, it's life, you know, and sometimes you just have to know how to play it. Mm-hmm. Know mm-hmm. how to play it. Know the signs. Exactly. Yes, sir. And so, um, with that um, being said, what what in the um, we talk about. When we talk about pop culture around here um, on the show, of course we and of, and and my audience know that, you know I I I have from sixteen all the way to I say one hundred and sixty, but of course mm-hmm. I, I everybody, and so I give them all kind of discussions, whether it's you know whether it's hip hop gospel, whatever. I, I cater to everybody. And so uh what's the stuff that's been going in the news, what has um what has, you know, tweaked your your interest that has been, you know, um um that's been on there lately? Well the most recent one I would definitely have to say um Mr. Damar Damar Hamlin, the uh, NFL player for the Bulls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like I, the right team, right? I just want to make sure you know I'm a Carolina girl. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but definitely him, um, because looking at it, it looked like a regular game. However, and you know, and he popped right back up after the tackle, and boom, he's out. Mm-hmm. He's not moving, and not telling my age or nothing. But you know, I have a nephew that age, mm-hmm. and woo, that's all I gotta say. Exactly. Because, um, you know, Auntie would have been on that field like a running back, mm-hmm. you know. And so, just watching something like that, and um, and by the way, I became an Auntie at a young age. So, 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 so anybody want to know? <laughs> but um. You know, just wow, I can only imagine what his mom was going through with teammates. So looking at that, and, and we see our young kids playing ball and they go hard. These young kids go hard out there. You know, they're hard in the paint, they're hard in the field, on the hockey team, soccer. And from what I saw on the news today, that this could happen at once every five days to our youth. Mm-hmm. And it's scary. And I I remember being in high school and I had a classmate who brother suffered from something similar to this, mm-hmm. you know, on a middle school football field. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was, it was horrifying, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm just like, wow, you never can be too safe. But as long as our coaches, mentors, assistants and parents, those who have these kids on the field, 
please get educated when it comes to CPR and, and how to use an AED machine just to be there, you know, just in case of an emergency mm-hmm. so that I can feel safe. I have a nephew who's all six and he, he plays flag football and he's wanting to get into soccer. And, and I don't want to be that aunt always concerned and worried. I want to make sure that these coaches are educated and, and, and have the tools and ready for an emergency with an action plan. So that that's really been something I've been looking into lately because I am an aunt, you know, and, you know, boys love sports. So, mm-hmm. yeah. With that, two things that, that really tweaked my interest in regards to DeMar Hammond. And one of them was the the fact that um, how a lot of people, and I don't know if, if some of the listening audience had, you know, recognized this, but a lot of, I've seen a lot of people rallying behind him and, you know, was really interested in his life and praying for him and yes. pushing for him. And, and, and I really thought about that and, you know, even more so, um, I forgot who was that. No, wait a minute. I forgot who was that. Uh, it was a commentator. Mm-hmm. Um, was it? No, it was. Um, what was his name? Um, it was. It was Skip. Was the sports guy? It was. It was a white guy, and then I forgot. Um, gosh, what was his name? He worked with. He worked with Skip Bayless on. Um, on ESPN, I forgot his name, but okay. anyway, he um, anyway, Skip had said something. And then the other dude, I don't think he came to work that day, and I felt I I really feel that he didn't come to work for the simple fact of to keep his emotions down. Oh wow. Keep, to keep his emotions down and to keep him from saying something on air in regards to, you know, the tension about the situation. Really? Yeah. And um, because Skip had said something about why um, they stopped the game and, you know, they could have started, they could have kept the game going and it was just very heartless of what the dude it was very it was very heartless in regards to what skip said let me see if i can pull it up really quick um um comments you're saying he basically was like hey this is football no need to stop a game for nothing like this something like yeah. this yes oh wow uh, let me uh okay here it goes it's it, it says uh, let me see what he tweeted. Um, Skip said, no doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game, but how? This late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome, which suddenly seems so irrelevant. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, basis the the basis of that tweet or whatever a lot of people had called skip out for being you know um insensitive, insensitive to the whole situation 
Right. Yeah, that, that wasn't too cute to say. If you saw that they have stopped the entire NFL game, something I've never seen before, mm -hmm. you know, stay in your place. I know you doing you think you're doing your job and you want to be that guy. But come on now. Mm -hmm. If it wasn't important to the owners of the team and um, the whole league itself, right. why should it be so important to you? Who, you know, who made you, you know, that guy? Exactly. Exactly. And wow. it was, it was, it was really crazy because I, I, um, I try to follow, you know, follow, I, I of course I follow sports, but you know, even stuff like this, I'm like, nah, that that wasn't even even cool. And I know Skip, Skip, he's known for you know antics like this or whatever. But yeah, yeah, that, it's a time and place for everything. Mm -hmm. You can show some type of sympathy side, like you could have said, I hope he's okay or whatever. But he's going hard, like he he got money on the play or something. Right. And, and like I was saying, you know, when I saw what happened, it was like, my goodness, you know, this is this is serious. And who can actually play a game when your head space is gone like that? Because from what I saw, you know, most of the players were destroyed. How do you get out there and do the same thing again? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you look to your left, you look to your right and your teammate is not there like, wow. Right. But, you know, it's always that person. Mm -hmm. And another sad thing about it, I said I had two things. The, the second thing is, you know, the business side of it. Like, people don't know that. And then I had, you know, a, a few years ago, I had a disagreement about it on social media that when you get a contract with the NBA, mm -hmm. your your money is is secured then mm -hmm. when you get a contract with NFL your 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 money is not definite it's and spread so, out throughout the year depending on how much yeah. you play how mm -hmm. long you play yeah. how you perform mm -hmm. so they, so, they flash that dollar sign in your face the highest one but that's based on your performance Exactly. Like if you get a contract, I'm just saying, I'm just throwing this amount out. Uh -huh. If you get a contract for 20 million, that contract, if you get a contract for NFL for 20 million, you say like your before you get that money, your contract probably won't be worth the no more than about five million. And so you're not getting all of that money. Mm -hmm. If you get a contract for NBA for 20 million, you getting all of that money. Mm. Yeah, you don't you don't get your whole contract for NFL. Oh wow. People don't realize that. And in with and even with insurance, I I forgot who it was. I'm gonna have to post it on my if I can find it again, which I think I can. Mm -hmm. Um I'm gonna try to post it on my show page and then also on on Facebook and on um Twitter, but um He's not really too much getting insurance in this, and 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 wow, yeah, they don't they don't really they don't really do too well or fair enough with their players in regards to insurance payments, mm. and so it's 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 an unfair treatment 
with all with the money wise and with the insurance even after afterwards and everything. I'm like NFL is so dirty when it comes to paying their players, playing these young boys, and it's mm-hmm. like all got to look into these contracts and and these owners and players and, and with owners and, and coaches or whatever. Y'all got to do right by it's sad. So it's like they're selling them a dream. Exactly. And you know the dream ain't so sweet like they say the land of milk and honey. The honey mm-hmm. ain't that sweet and the milk is expensive. Exactly. Exactly. So- like I have a um cousin now who's like one of the best ball players, you know, um one of the best because you know Carolina, we breed some good players, mm-hmm. and he's training, you know, and 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 that's one of his goals is to play for the NFL, and you know he got some good people in his corner, and he's training, so I hope someone is in his ear with that business side as well. Mm-hmm. And, and to protect yourself, you know, in many ways, physically and physically, financially and mentally. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking to some friends. They was talking about that documentary on Netflix um, with Kaepernick. Is I'm saying his name, his name right? Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kaepernick. Um, they were talking about how he um, when he discussed his experience that it was it's kind of like a slave trade or something, mm-hmm. you know. And and I haven't watched the documentary yet, so I don't want to go into too much about it. Um, but I, I'm just based on hearsay, you know. It's definitely a must watch. And it made when you were speaking about the contracts, it made me think of it mm-hmm. and what, some of the stuff that they were saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um. I saw a documentary on this young NFL player. You know, he had a big contract and he got his sign-on bonus and he did just like any young man would do. He bought two houses, one for his mom, himself. He has a, a, a new young family, a daughter, and he bought his house. But that's all he has to show for it now is just the gold around his neck, his car he drives, and the house because he hurt his knee. Mm-hmm. And he's not able to play, so he's not able to continue to get that money. So he got only what he um, produced. And that's what I was talking about, the performance. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you really have to um, read between the dotted, you know, the dotted lines. It's, 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 it's crazy. And, and like I said, I, I hope that, you know, those is that's coming up now, you know, did their family, you know, look into this? Right. Get educated. Mm-hmm. Get educated. Cause I, I'm, I'm pretty sure, you know, that adrenaline rush, you're on that field, you live in your dream. Make sure, mm-hmm. you know, you read everything so that you're just not, knocked out on the field and that's your only memory like you know have something have your ducks in a row mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I'm glad he's well he was discharged he went home today so that's mm-hmm. great news that is it really is and so yeah much prayer and you know positive vibes to Demar and his 
his family because I forgot who said it, but, you know, I don't want, you know, it's, it's sad that, you know, whenever they get older and they can't function and all because of, they call it sports brain, you know, mm-hmm. with them dealing with the sports brain, not only football players, but boxers and stuff because oh, of absolutely most definitely them yeah my um one of my old colleagues was married to an NFL player and I'm looking at her book right now and um she wrote a book about the ugly the big ugly confession of what it does to the family and there was abuse in the home mm-hmm. he was a changed person Mm-hmm. You know, and we can go more into that another time. Um, you know, she did write a book about it and just how she healed from it. But mm-hmm. it was very traumatic. It caused a divorce. You know, um, he was young. He he had this traumatic brain injury. Like it's just it's a lot with it. Mm-hmm. It it destroyed his family. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can. I know, because you don't know my story. You look at her and you think, wow, that must have been awesome. You guys traveled, you know, and they had a son together. And just you just think of this beautiful, fun family. But it was a nightmare at, for t- at times for her. Mm-hmm. It was, a, And she wrote that book, you know, just to speak her truth and to educate. You mm-hmm. know, so I will be sharing this book with my um, cousin. Mm-hmm. Just to, you know, see a different side of things. And I'm not trying to um, drive anyone from their dream, you know, but just to be educated about it so that it's, it's more than a dream. It becomes right. a reality, something that you can definitely um, use to your advantage, benefit from, and not let it control you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, what else um has triggered your your fancy that's been going on? Uh, of course, you know, um, being from North Carolina, I, I I still follow up on that murder that took place in um, Mexico with that young girl. Oh yes, Shanquilla Robinson. Mm-hmm. And I'm standing with her family and friends wanting justice for her. Yes. Yes. You yes. know, that, that, that is just terrible. You know, can you imagine going somewhere with, you know, and you're planning on having a good time? You're in this nice villa and you have a private chef coming. You have all these different things that you're planning to do. And something like that doesn't cross your mind at all. Mm -hmm. I've been on plenty of trips with my friends and, you know, never once have I ever thought, you know, what's my action plan if something goes left? Mm -hmm. You know, you, I, I mean, I just can only imagine. Right. I told you. Yeah, justice for her. I was just saying justice for her. Exactly. I stand on it. I stand on it. Ten toes, I stand on it. You know, even so, I 
I follow this YouTuber and um um she had introduced her audience to a Mexican journalist. And so mm-hmm. I follow a Mexican journalist and it's very eye opening and it kind of tweaked my my thoughts into my um, opinion in regards to uh, um case. I still believe that the the what they call them the Cabo Six. I still believe that those six had you know a lot to do with it. But I also even for going into to deeper into the case, I think that you know the some of the officials that was there. Right, had some um, had a even not a big big part into you know her case, but I know that you know they uh, it's a lot to it in regards to the Cabo Six as well as those exactly. Yeah, exactly. I feel the same way. I feel that there were some negligence. Mm-hmm. And, and they need to be accountable because yeah. as a doctor, you know, you take a oath, you know, and to serve people. So if you're not, if, if you're over there and you're being negligent and you're not doing everything that you're supposed to do to save someone's life, because mm-hmm. if the friends, well, I'm not going to call them friends, but the people who was there with her is said that they were like, you know, no, we're not going to take her to a hospital. You treat her now. If the doctor felt that she needed to be treated in an emergency facility where they had everything that they needed, like the tubes and things like that, she should have went. Mm-hmm. You don't listen to, well, yeah, I was going to bring her to the hospital, but they said, no, no, you, no, you took an oath. Exactly. And I know Mexico is very different from the States. And mm-hmm. something that you said, I have been researching, like, because I wouldn't mind living in Mexico, you know, um, because the quality of life over there, you can live like a queen for a fraction of the cost, mm-hmm. you know, buying property, homes, and just living a relaxed life and getting out of the American dream rat race. I have thought about it, not permanently, but maybe like, um, six months there, six months here, you know, just something different. Mm -hmm. But it's making me think because I'm like, if an emergency happened, am I safe and will I be protected? Even, I'll say this much, and I've thought about it even the the tourist thing. Mm -hmm. I thought about it and saying no, but I, I, that's, that's, I'm like, wow. Well, you know, he, he got to know something, you know. Something. And, so- and, 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 you know, like, if it wasn't for this whole Shankula murder thing that's going on, you know, I would probably say, whatever, you know, I'm still, I'm still going to pursue, you know, my dream of living there. Yeah. And, you know, with him coming out and he's saying what he's saying, it's like, you better listen and you better pay attention. It's happening right in front of your face. Now, don't get me wrong. I still want to, I you know, go to. <laughs> I, I I love it, and I even love the people. I do. I honestly do. I love it. And a friend of mine who I grew up with, they can attest to tell you that I even love 
the culture growing up. I loved even the speaking. I, it was it was one of my things that I wanted to do, you know, as an older to yeah. do the language and, and ta taught her most, you know, the simple, the basics. And 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 that was it. But now, you know, it's kind of iffy. But right. I, I really love it. And so but it's, well, I'm it's, I'm definitely still planning my trip and you're welcome to come. I have another friend, actually two more that's really interested in going because you know, like I said, when the pandemic happened, mm -hmm. I just started seeing different things differently, and so did a lot of people. There are so many Americans, especially Black expats, that's over in Mexico, and they're living a very good quality life. Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. thing about it is, what we have to remember when there is an emergency, we need to make sure that we know our rights, how they treat you over there when it comes to emergency. Um, you're insured, how they go into play. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm not going to let it fully stop me from some of the things that I want to do. And maybe I'll research other countries, you know, just to you know try to go to a safer one. But in the United States, it, oh, sometimes you can't jog her down the street without being attacked. Going exactly. to Walmart, you're attacked. Exactly. So, you know, you know, it's just like you said, you have to be careful all the way around. And I learned this, I'll say this and, and, and move on. I learned this from a from watching a video on YouTube. It was this young lady who, you know, she had she takes the liberty of vacationing on her own. And she, you know, she says she you go overseas, she go to different countries. And the smart thing about it that I never thought about it, she said when she go overseas and go to another country, she makes sure the embassy. She did exactly. That's yes, what sir. she did. She said she yes, contacted the, the United States Embassy and let her know, let them know. She gave them her number. She gave them all her contact information. And mm -hmm. she let the embassy know okay, I'm in this country, you know, here's my information. And they call her every time if something goes on, okay, here's my, you know, and they have an official to to get to get with get her. her out of there. Absolutely. And so, and then at one time she said that they contacted her, okay, you need to get out of this country right now. Okay, we got somebody to help you, blase this, that, and the third, and right. Uh, you know, and you need to leave out now. And so that's, you know, whatever they, you know, that's her protection. And so that's that. And so that was, I was like, I never thought of that. Right. I never thought of that, but that was her protection is because you, you, you never know. And I never thought about going to another country, contacting U.S. embassy before you go. Right. And I know exactly who you're talking about. And she has inspired me to do solo traveling as well. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my main concern is, will I be safe? Because you cannot always depend on your friends to go on vacations with you. Mm -hmm. Some, you know, may not have a babysitter. Some may not able to save up the money. Some people may not think it's worth or any value in going anywhere. Right. So why should that stop me from seeing the world? Mm -hmm. and so I really love what she did and um, 
I'm definitely going to do it. But a part of me, you know, I still want to kind of bring someone with me. Mm -hmm. But um, hey, if I have to go alone, I will. Exactly. But I'm across my T's and dot my I's to make sure that I'm safe. Exactly. And that's it. And that's it. I don't I I don't mind going alone, but I don't mind, you know, even with the solo traveling, just you know, one extra person and that's right. cool. Right. Other than that, mm -mm. same I'm, here. I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool same. even myself. Same I'm here. Myself and my family, you know, we going on a trip in the end at the end of April. Um, you know. And and that's I'm like okay it's just a you know it's a cousin's trip and you know oh. that, it is it, is that's it yeah yeah but other than that you know so fine being just that that's it and then even if even if it do be a uh, even if I do vacation and go with a lot of people. I'm still the one that types to venture on by myself and, you know, come back and meet up. Other right. than that, we good. We tend to do that a lot when we're on vacation in another country or wherever. We'll, we'll just go off, you know, because I've done it. I've done it at the beach. I've done it when I've been in Bahamas, you know, just kind of like, I'm going to just walk out here. It's so pretty. But we, we have to keep in mind that, hey, this is a real legit place. There are criminals here. Mm -hmm. There are scammers here. We we have to be careful, but we tend to be more. Uh, I'm not gonna say absent-minded, but more of a relaxed mind when we're going when we're in new country. Mm -hmm. We because like you know like right now I would not leave my home and go walk down the street. But if I was at a resort and hey, I got the energy, I hear some stuff going on outside, I may put on my shoes and walk down the street. Mm -hmm. because I feel like, hey, I'm on vacation. I'm having a good time. I'm safe. That's not always the case. So this, we always right. got to be careful. Mm -hmm. Always. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I said in my neighborhood, I, I live in a neighborhood is, is it kind of, you know, probably I say about 70, 80% then quiet down, but it used to be live over here. But other than that, you know, and and of course it's well known in the city, but other than that, I don't mind walking, but you know, uh uh. Right. I, I'm, I stay to myself, I mind my business, and you know, I I, I really I, I that's that's how I am. I'm I'm just to myself. I mm -mm. well that reminds me, you know, my neighborhood, I really can't say too much. Yeah, because I tell every other weekend there's shots fired, and <laughs> it is strange. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm used to it, you know. I, I I mute the TV, and I'm listening for the sirens. If I don't hear sirens, I guess they was just having fun. But I tell you, you know, so I, I laugh at that because you know that that can happen in Mexico. Exactly. That exactly. can happen in, in the Caribbean, somewhere beautiful. That can happen in Hawaii, shots fired. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, they didn't make guns just for the United States. They're everywhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can say this, and then we'll close out the show in a few, but 
um, I was walking down the street one summer and then somebody was, they was, of course, it was, you know, a good, nice day. People was on the porch and mm-hmm. I heard, Red, you all right? Yeah. I just want to ask, because uh, if not, let me know. I got something for me. Oh, you know what? I don't got time. Wow. <laughs> and so, but I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, nah, you, you know, and I really, you know, trust them because it was somebody that, you know, even part of the, a, a family, I knew of their family. I was like, oh, they ain't lying. Let me, no. let me even, and I wouldn't even told them that if I had trouble. Right. Because I knew what they was capable of. And they so, about their life. They about their life. And so I said, you know what? I'm not, no, I ain't even going to start no trouble and, and be accessory to the fact. So let me just keep my mouth shut yeah. and just keep on going. Yeah, you don't want to be on the first 48 now. Right. And be, you know, you know what happened, uh, Rufus? No, I don't. Uh-uh. Now, I want to speak to my attorney. That's what I want to do. Exactly. And so, so can I leave? Mm-hmm. But, uh, Monica, it was a joy to have you on the show. We're going to have to continue and continue it on another great day. And so... Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. Make sure it was great being here. I ain't mean to cut you off, but it was great being here. I enjoyed my time as well. You didn't you know that is fine. I appreciate it. And we enjoy having you in day. Uh I know my 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 listening audience love to have you. Uh would love to have guests on the show. They like guests and and I tell you, they are really hard on me. So they they like to hear the guests talking. So that's another thing. So all we right. Can- well, I know I talk and can keep going, but I know we got to close. That is fine. And so would you mind giving out your um uh you can give out your I know your your Facebook is pub- private, but if you have any other public social media handles, you know, Instagram or whatever, Twitter, whatever you want to give out or, you know. So Queendom is um, developing on YouTube Mm -hmm. where where you can come and find everything. Um, I will keep Mr. Rufus updated on some merchandise. You know, that you guys can get that would just keep you guys in a positive state, you know, because we need that positivity. We need to start representing who we are, and that's what I'm all about. So, um, Queendom, I'm on YouTube, you know, um, like you said, Facebook, it is private, it's mostly family things, but next time I will have some public information. But until then, you know, you can find me on YouTube, Queendom. That's it. All right. Thank you very much. I'll be back to close out today's broadcast. No, 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 no. We're going to close out right now um, because we ran over time and I am so sorry, you all. Know that I love you for real. Always remember to live every day, laugh every moment, love God, love yourself, and love other people beyond words. The RH3Show.com. All right. Talk to y'all tomorrow. Peace. All right. Peace party, people. <laughs> See you later. Because I'm saying bye-bye. Good night. Good night.